This is the Brandon T. Adams Audio Experience. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Brennan T. Adams Audio Experience. I'm Brennan T. Adams, and this is episode 65. And today on the show is Amy Powers, who's the founder of Vacation Rental in a Box. She's a home staging expert, and she helps people in the medical field really design their short-term rentals, whether that's a VRBO or it's an Airbnb. And she's been in this space for a while. I actually met Amy back about five years ago. She was at a home staging event that I was keynoting, stayed in contact with her, and recently started working together and also working with her on a major event she has coming up here in January, High Hosp, which is a huge home staging event. And so in this episode, you're going to learn all around home staging, home staging tips, how to get the most out of your rental property, how to design your rental property. We even talk about real estate investing. And you're going to hear Amy's story of how she got into her space. I mean, this was back here during the Super Bowl when it was in Atlanta, where she lives, where she first really started making money with short-term rentals and where she's at today with it. So you're going to love this episode, especially if you're looking to get in short-term rentals. If you're looking to understand how to stage homes right to get the right pricing, it is going to be a good one that you will not want to miss. So let's jump right into it with Amy Powers. Welcome back to the Brennan T. Adams Audio Experience. I'm Brennan T. Adams, and we're sitting here with Amy Suzanne Powers of Vacation Rental in a Box and also the president of IHOS. 25th anniversary coming up of this event. Super exciting. Yes, absolutely. So I we originally met back at an event I actually spoke at, and we have a mutual friend, Jonathan Miller, who a uh, great guy and got us connected and now working together yes. in different projects. But today I want to jump in to your beginning getting into from home staging, now design, and also with the event. But can you kind of bring us into how you even got into home staging? Like what was the first thing that happened in your life that said, hey, I want a home stage? HGTV. Seriously? Absolutely. H- what, what was it a specific Lisa show? Lisa Laporta and Clive on Design to Sell back in the day. I fell in love with the concept. I had been doing a little bit of interior design which now is called redesign using what people have in their home and just kind of revamping it a little bit and that is different because in staging i didn't have to really focus on what that owner wanted i had to think about the buyer how could you sell this property yes and how to engage the most likely buyer for that property and i fell in love with that and you know, I started that in 2007. Okay. Way back, right before this huge recession that we had in 2008. So that was nice. And then I just, you know, I've been in the business for 16 years. And in 2018, in, in the end of 2018, right before the Super Bowl came to Atlanta, yep. I had I um, about that. Yeah. some investors come to me who I had staged for, and they said we want to turn this properly in short-term rental so we can make a couple thousand dollars real fast. When everybody came to town. Yes, exactly. So I had to make sure, you know, staging is different than design and the furniture sometimes is not the same quality as you want in a short-term rental. Fortunately, I use real furniture. I use real mattresses, but I just wanted to make sure everything was, you know, efficient and, And the durability was there because you never want anyone to be compromised or hurt. 
and had them sign waivers and all that good stuff. And that started my short-term rental journey. I fell in love with that concept, learned about it as part of you know implementing that for, for my investors. And in 2020, right before COVID, I wrote a class teaching other staters and designers how, how to, to do, do this? what I do. Yes. And um, so that, that's been huge. I still teach that as well. And it started out as two hours, now it's five hours. So as I learn, the yeah. class expands. And last year in 2022, I stopped staging altogether. So no, no staging. So can you explain the difference between staging and doing design? Like how somebody listen. So the difference between staging and short-term rental design is we're preparing homes for vacation properties for short-term rental design. Staging, you're preparing homes for buyers to preview the property they're not going to be sleeping in it they're not going to be staying at it it's more making it look good for people to it's sell aesthetics it. it's it's not about pretty it's about money it's making it feel that it's worth what that seller is asking for um, translating that to short-term rental design there's ideal guest right okay who's the most likely guest is there a niche for that property and making sure that property is designed accordingly so whatever nightly rate that they want that you're that the guest is going to experience it appropriately. It's going to feel like it's worth the investment. And it actually stays there. So this is stuff yes. versus like in and out. Exactly. This is here. And you're catering to a specific person based on maybe the location and what their preference would be. Right. Their their age, their the experiences that they could have for that property. Yeah. You know, based on that location for sure. So can you give an example of, let's say... A, you work with a lot of medical professionals or people, legal professionals that say, hey, Amy, can you, I have this investment property, can you design it? Can you walk through your process from when they come to you and yeah. to the end part where people are paying a nightly rate to stay there? So ideally, people will come to me before they even pick out a property. Oh, let's, wow. Let's say they maybe have a couple of properties in an area that they've looked at, they want to get my feedback on it, I will help them pick a property based on what their goals are. If they want to like gut it and start fresh in some capacity, like a total remodel, I can say, this is the best property for that. You're probably gonna spend the least amount of money to make those things happen. Yep. Or if they're ready, like out of the gate, they wanna get started uh, making as much money as possible, as fast as possible. I'll say, you know, this just needs some cosmetic things so we can get in here and start, you know, putting the design in place so that you can. So you're you're like consulting with them along the way when they're buying, let's say the furniture. Are you saying, hey, here's my suggestions from couch to bed to picture to art to everything? Well, I have a qualification process. It's a questionnaire that you can find on my website. Whoever wants to work with me, they fill that out. I will know the property. I can look at the pictures. They can upload pictures if they're not out there, like on FMLS. Yeah. And I provide a design aesthetic based on what they're asking of me. Or And if they don't know, we have a conversation. We pick a design aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And I have, in the questionnaire, there's visuals and things like that. So they, they can hone in on something that's appealing. And typically, most of my clients are wanting a, a livable luxe, which is What's luxury. It? Yeah that is approachable it's family friendly but it feels higher quality and it doesn't cost an arm and leg it it can, it can if they want it to but 
I'm really good at finding like that high and low end kind of thing where, you know, you might have a $12,000 couch here, but I can maybe find it for 2000 here and making sure that it's commercial or durable enough for the repetition of, of people yeah. coming in and out so that it lasts longer. You have that return on investment. They're not just buying a sofa that's going to be replaced in a year. Yeah. It'll last a little bit. What's a typical for the properties that you're designing with the people that hire you, what's a typical nightly rate they charge? It actually varies. It yeah. varies on the size of the house. It, it varies on how many beds and heads are, are able to yeah. be in the property and the location. And even the good thing about short-term rental is it doesn't have to be a fixed rate. Like I talked about the Super Bowl. I did some properties in Arizona for, I did eight units before the Super Bowl this past year. And the properties were in just a typical apartment complex. And normally it could be like $150, $200 a night. They, they charge $3,000 a night. So it depends. Oh, wow. That's the beauty of a short-term rental. You don't have a fixed rate like you may have with a long-term and mid-term yeah. rental. What? So I've lived, I'm going to say live. Well, there was time that I spent weeks in Airbnbs and VRBOs. But I've traveled the country where we've filmed in Airbnbs, VRBOs. Mm -hmm. I've spent a lot of time. I'm curious to hear from you. You know who I am. 33 yes. years old. I travel a lot. What do you think, based on just what you know about me, how you would display something? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but how would you display something in a way where if I looked online, I'd be like, okay, I want to go stay here. Well, based on what I think about you, it'd be have to be in a nice area where you can go jogging yep. every morning. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so that's number one, because I know that you like to do that. Probably a somewhat minimalist. I, I feel like you're might be a minimalist. Yep. You wear like yep. very similar clothes on a daily basis. Yep. Not the same clothes, but similar clothes. And so something very clean and bright and airy yep. and minimalist. And maybe even um, I would I maybe Scandinavian or Japandi, which is like my favorite. It's a mixture of the minimalist Japanese aesthetic with mm -hmm. the Scandinavian, which is very clean organic even with yeah. with some light color i like that i'll add a couple things to it yes if it had a nice balcony a view mm. and then maybe access to a hot tub or pool <laughs> absolutely I mean, an outdoor shower yeah. so you would be, no, that would be winning so i was thinking about that too so when you come from your jog you don't have to jump yep. into the house you can just take that quick little outdoor shower. Yeah, where, I could where, see that. Where do you see, so you've worked with a lot of different rentals and properties and, and working with different clients. Where do you see this industry going? So it's, it's 2023, um, looking in the next five years, where do you see it shifting, changing this model of short-term rentals and, and doing what you do? Do you see any kind that, of shift trend? That, that's a good question. Here's a tip that I learned recently. If you're looking to invest in the short-term rental market, look to where Starbucks is putting their new locations. Wow. Yes. I never even thought of that. I was at a Starbucks if, this morning. If Starbucks is putting an, a, a, a new uh, store in an area maybe that you may at some point thought was maybe not properly. But if there's a Starbucks there. But they're bringing a Starbucks in, they've done the work for you. To That's make sure really it's good. a profitable area. 
And that's a really good tip. So look for where the Starbucks, I think now where my wife would even say, hey, what's a restaurant or what's a Starbucks nearby that we can go to? Well, and also this is really important too, if, if you wanna start, and this is getting started, you know, with one property, mm -hmm. right? Where you may want to have more, but start in the area where you would wanna go. Mm -hmm. And maybe even somewhat close to you so that you have the ability to test it and modify things as you need to because you're close by and that is your learning curve yeah. right that'll get you all the experience you'll have connections to cleaners and maintenance people you'll have access to those because you know it's it's near you and you can you can trial and error and see how it goes as we're talking about this i can already see a reel on instagram or stories that says one thing you may have not have known of how to find, like to get your best location for property, Starbucks. <laughs> like, yeah, think about sure. it. I never even thought of that mm -hmm. it, because that helps. They're obviously going to put in a location where there's going to be a lot of traffic and it's going to be obviously a safer area. to. And be. it's not going to, it's not going to be saturated with other Airbnbs yes. typically. And that's really the key to your profitability is making sure that you're the competition. You're not selling the competition yeah. because of saturation. So that's, that's why that works. Let's talk about your book. You, you have recently published a book. Can you talk about what people learn from the book? Well, the book is eco-friendly mm -hmm. design for short-term rentals and that it's a longer title than that. And, um, yeah, I don't remember. It's eco-friendly design, sustainable design for short-term rentals. Yep. And it is on Amazon. Um, I talk about everything that you can think about as much, I, I did a lot of research, but from outside to inside to on top of your house with solar panels to- Like every aspect of designing yes, a house, a property. Even even waste management, water management, all those things, things furniture, paint, everything that even more than aesthetic, like how you design the house even can have an effect on sustainability the type of toilet you use the type of air conditioning units that literally you everything yeah so i imagine you mentioned this in the book what is the biggest mistake people make when they are designing their short-term rental or any kind of property mistaken well, maybe purchase mistaken how they design it well, it has to be eco-friendly related right okay. so the biggest mistake if that's a good question i think is they're just not being creative or, or they are overwhelmed with a concept of how to make mm. it eco-friendly. So I actually, have, just hire you. <laughs> I actually have a checklist in the book. Yeah. So if that is something that you want to do, you don't have to like create your own checklist. You can just copy the one that's in the book and use it as a template yeah. to get started. And you know, you don't have to, don't be overwhelmed. There are a lot of things you can do for sure. But if you just do like a few, mm -hmm. like sometimes even the type of toilet paper you can use really? can be a small change. I mean, little things. That's cost effective. Things as well. I would never even think about. Yeah. And most of eco friendly design actually is cost effective. Mm -hmm. Like solar, you're going to save on um, high cost of energy. So everything we're talking about here, it clearly shows your expertise and experience mm -hmm. in doing this. I mean, from home mm -hmm. staging to design and being an author and even a speaker. Can you talk about what you're doing as president, recently became president of IHOSP, 
which stands for it's it's long international association home staging of home staging professionals there we go there you go okay and and so amazing event been happening now 25 5th year anniversary 25 years. is coming up here in January happening in Vegas yeah and even got a great lineup of speakers already of Kevin Harrington the original shark of shark tank yeah announcing as a speaker and we haven't quite announced that yet but it, when this I, comes out it will be announced it will be but that's <laughs> so exciting you're getting some big names there um yes. can you talk about just your role with just kind of everything you're doing there as president and what the event's all about so I was asked to be president in June. So I mean, congrats! It, it, That's amazing. Thank you. It, it was quite an honor. It was not expected on any level. Um, I embrace it. Embrace the opportunity for our industry to really pivot, become really innovative, and elevate our members as as much as possible, so that they feel like there's value in being a part of IHOS, and and it's mutual we're giving and they're appreciating and they're able to give back to not just to IHOS, but to their community. They're going to become the experts in their market mm -hmm. through all the things that we're doing. And some of the things that we're doing is we have this conference coming up where we're going to have wonderful speakers that are going to encourage, equip and educate them yep. on those things that they need to do change, you know, excel at in their business to be that expert and what i really love too is you know there's a lot of different types of home stagers and we also have designers of real estate professionals as part of okay. the umbrella of ihas there's so many different levels there's there's business owners who have like stores they stage like 300 you know a year or more six six houses a day can you imagine that what? we have stagers a that do day that. Yes. They have a big team for that. Yes, I'm sweating thinking about that. Um, and then we have the solopreneur, right, who may just have an assistant, a couple of movers, and that's okay. I want our members to feel that they're successful no matter where they are on that journey. Mm -hmm. They don't have to look over here to feel like, oh, that's what success looks like. Yep. Success is what makes you happy mm -hmm. and where you're thriving. And that's I the love goal. that answer. I always ask, what does success mean to you? And you <laughs> answered it right there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So, I mean, you could be anywhere on, on the grid. And um, yeah, so I want to encourage them wherever they are. So this event is going to educate people, going to share what's happening, in the really mm -hmm. the staging, real estate side of things, mm -hmm. and then making connections. There's going to be so many different people there. Um, what like what are things if anybody is watching this is like okay should I buy a ticket there? What's to tell them directly? Hey, well, the answer is yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> right. So the underlining theme that I am really passionate about is collaboration. Mm. Uh, in in an industry where there's a lot of women, mm -hmm. you know things can happen. But it's I've always had the spirit, and I and in a metro Atlanta is where I, I live. Mm -hmm. The stagers in Metro Atlanta, we do such a really good job of being colleagues over competitors. I like that. And it's because we collaborate. We learn together. We exchange. It's an open leads. book. It is. And it, it, we are very successful. We have a good group of, of professional home staging owners. And it's a great model. What, 
this is kind of sidetracked now, but I, I know you work with a lot of doctors, people in the medical yeah. industry, lawyers. How did that come about? It had just they were looking for extra revenue streams, and and that became a thing. Or how does that well, become it's, your it's, niche? It's because of collaboration and networking, which is very important, right? Knowing who who to connect with, the who's, you know. Versus so you knew you almost knew who was going to be the ideal person that would want to work with somebody like you. Well, I was able to. I was involved in the real estate investors association in my area. Yep. And through that network, I was referred to by the president of the association to a doctor mm -hmm. who actually has started a program that educates and trains other medical, legal, and tech professionals mm -hmm. on how to invest mm -hmm. in short-term rentals with one of the biggest benefits being tax deductions and yes as well as passive revenue and building so wealth beyond the building job. wealth so they can retire early or just have a quality of life because you know medical legal that's all very high energy a lot's going on emotionally as well as physically demanding on yourself and so giving them that quality of life and teaching them how to do it in a way that they can build profit and wealth and all those good things faster you know, I've really enjoyed being a part of that. I speak at their events and it has given me that niche. Yep. And I'm very proud of that. It's, it makes so much sense. Like working directly with them. Is there any like people in different occupation? Obviously you don't have to name the exact person <laughs> that you work with that is focused on investing in more short-term rentals. Well, I have, you know, a, a lot of doctors and they're all different types of doctors from psychiatrists to gynecologists. Yeah, every way. <laughs> yeah, so it, it doesn't, I even have a, a doctor who is a cardiac specialist. Mm -hmm. And so it it doesn't matter. I mean, it's the same principle in, in building the wealth and, and whatnot. So you work with a lot of people that are investing in the short term. Have you ever thought about investing in your own property? I actually have two properties i have so you one, do have two i have one in park city utah and one in tucson arizona two who would have thought i've been to tucson i've been to park city might have to look at the park city one <laughs> that a is beautiful it's very beautiful especially it's scandinavian too oh, like it see it's <laughs> i'm sold i mean the october and november time, as a balcony <laughs> yes. my wife was just telling me about every year during my birthday, we go somewhere. We thought, well, what if we went to like Park City or somewhere? Because New Year's Eve, I like to do like a week kind of trip over right. the holiday. It's usually been a beach, but I don't know. Maybe switch it up, go to Park City. It's it's beautiful there. I well, mean, and I was able to participate in this property as an investor. So I'm in an investment group. So I didn't have to put all the funds out myself. So you're like a, almost like an LP. You and a group of people put yeah. money towards this property. Exactly. How did you find the opportunity? So somebody else listening, or watching that wants to get into their own like investment opportunity but don't have quite the money to be able to do the whole thing themselves well you can just connect to a group of investors i was invited to participate with some investors that i had relationships with and it you know started from there so uh, before we wrap up i want to hear from you if you're going to give put this in three tips three tips for a design somebody in your space or even in right home staging, what are three tips of advice for them to have success in their industry if you're so, gonna give them? So this is my number one thing that I always say, no matter what I'm speaking, where I'm speaking out, what I'm saying is 
when you're in the short-term rental market, mid-term rental market, you're in the hospitality industry. You're not uh -huh. in the real estate industry anymore. It's a completely different mindset. Your job is to meet guest expectation and the way you profit is doing that right, is understanding who your niche is, understanding what they're expecting and creating an experience for them. So that that is the number one tip. Number one thing, okay. And that it can extend to everything else, really. Um, durability is very important. You wanna make sure the wear and tear and the safety of, of whatever's in the property is, is on point. I'm always thinking about my owner's liability mm -hmm. and protecting them from things that, you know, some people may overlooked if that's not their niche mm -hmm. and they're really good at it. And then creating something that is a wow factor, especially for short term rentals. It could be a mural, it could be a hot tub or something you see when I go through and see the 30 photos, one photo sticks out and like that photo is what sold me. Yes, exactly. That's good. I call that the money maker. The money maker. Oh, that's good. <laughs> All right, last question. You kind of answered before. I want to hear it again. What does success mean to you where you're at today? Success means that you are happy, content, and thriving wherever you are in your journey toward your goals. That's a good one. That's really good. I like that. I hear all kinds of versions, but I like how you word that. If anybody is looking to hire you, get you to speak, or reach out to you, where can they find you? VacationRentalInABox.com is my website. I am on Instagram at, at Amy Suzanne Powers. That's Suzanne with an S, S-U-S-A-N-N-E, Amy Suzanne Powers. And on Facebook as Vacation Rental on a Box and Amy Suzanne Powers as well. And they need to get their tickets. Where do they go to get their tickets? IHOS, X, excuse me, let me. Always, Let's get the domain there's right. A lot, there's a lot of that, yeah. letters, yeah, a lot yeah. of vowels. Yeah. So it's IHOS, I-A-H-S-P-C-O-N, con for conference, expo.com, IHOS, conexpo.com or ihosp.com. I like it. it. And we'll, we'll list everything out there on the episode. Thank you so much Thank for being you. here. I'm excited for your journey. I learned so much today. It makes me want to get into real estate. And I'm even children. I know, I know everybody says that. The you, one should, thing, you should talk to Kevin Harrington. I bet he's in real estate somewhere. You know, <laughs> it's funny. He is a little bit, but not as much as you think. And maybe that's why one of my main mentors is in it. Mm. But I do have a friend that has about 15 Airbnbs that you may want to talk to, Ralph DeBagnara, who I haven't had him on the show yet, but I need to have him on. But uh, anyways, thank you for listening today. Yeah. Connect with Amy. You're going to see more content from her, everything else she's doing. And I hope you all go out there, create something great, become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brendan T. Adams. We'll see you guys later.